This week's episode is brought to you by Marco's Pizza. Monday and Tuesday nights are Carol U nights at Marco's Pizza in Waukesha. Mention you're a Carol student and receive 25% off your entire online or delivery order. Marco's Pizza, every store, every day, the Italian way. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the See You in Van Mail podcast. Once again, I am your host, Sam Gobert, Carol Sports Information Director. Joining us today uh, is our co-SAC president and baseball player, Clay Schultz. Clay, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Why don't you uh, start by introducing yourself a little bit to those who don't know you? Perfect. All right. So, Sam said, I'm Clay Schultz. I'm playing baseball right now. I'm also a co-president for the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. I am a junior right now. My major is exercise science with an emphasis on pre-physical therapy. I'm going to be in grad school next year already, which is absolutely shocking to me. Uh, Time's absolutely flown by, but I've been loving every second of it. Cool, cool. Why don't you, uh, just for the holiday flair, why don't you throw in what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is too? My favorite dish? Ooh, great question. I would say that my favorite dish for Thanksgiving this year is probably the cheesy potatoes. Okay. We got some great families that make some absolutely perfect homemade dishes. That's great. That's That sounds exciting. I'm getting excited for it too now. So soon. One week away. All right, cool. Clay, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about, you know, we kind of ask everybody on this, but tell us how you got into playing baseball as a kid. Into playing baseball. So I started playing baseball right around four or five when t-ball started really really young um i always got to do that and then with travel ball starting around eight or nine and playing with little league i played that through all the way up until high school i travel ball in high school i still played baseball and found another travel league to play with but being able to play with that same group of guys in my city for about 10 to 12 years is really what drew the love for the sport of baseball um, for me, I think, together is playing with the same group of guys through from four to end of high school. It was uh, the camaraderie aspect and being all on the same team with the same 100%. guys. 100 percent. That's that's good. Yeah, that's that's something I experienced, too, as well, growing up playing baseball since I was about four or five as well. So cool. Um, so what? At what point did you decide, like, hey, you know, baseball is something that I'm really still passionate about and I want to play in college? Playing baseball in college never really touched my mind until probably the end of sophomore year of high school. I was always a basketball guy. My dad and I were always basketball guys, even before I started playing baseball. He'd always, he always coached me, too, all the way up through high school. Um, but... Basketball, I would say, was definitely my number one sport all the way until about my sophomore year of high school. Um, baseball didn't really become my favorite sport until at that point because I loved the drive and determination and the hard work that basketball played. And I didn't really understand the, the mental aspect of baseball until then when I got a little bit older. And then being able to take that drive and hard work I had with basketball and my dad coaching me all those years be able to bring that into baseball to be able to figure out 
the, the chess match of the game of baseball and be able to mix in the hard work and the mental part together really clicked for me at that point. And that's when I decided I really wanted to play baseball in college. Gotcha. So, I mean, did you did you continue to play basketball throughout high school too? Was that ever in the question? Basketball is still probably, I would have to say, my favorite sport through high school all the way up until my senior year. But it was really, really tough on the body once I started playing it for so long. And uh, baseball, just the mental part of it, was something that I would be able to take into college and I'd be able to use that, I think, a lot more with uh, my abilities. Good. Gotcha. Uh, so what do you think is your – you kind of touched on this a little bit too, like, about when you were younger. But what's, like, one of your favorite things about being on Carroll's baseball team here? Carroll's baseball team, I'd say, would be the group of guys, 100%. We got – right now this year we have about 55 guys, the biggest team that I've ever been a part of by far. Right, yeah. But being able to travel with that same group of guys for the past three years and practice with the same group of 50-plus guys all the way to our our CSC security events where we do security for, like, Badger football games or basketball games, being able to take the long bus rides all the way to Tennessee that we go to in March, being able to just hang out with that group of guys and the uh, fun we get to have together on those trips, I think, is definitely my favorite part of being on the baseball team, be able to grow with them throughout my four and maybe even five years with the extra year we got back last year of eligibility is going to is a, totally awesome right i'm sure that extra year is kind of convincing a lot of people to stick around too and that's why the team's gotten so big definitely is it definitely is yeah so i actually i forgot that you guys um all work at the badger games like the football and basketball games uh, yeah, yeah. i know obviously you can't do it this year too much but like what is in your mind, is there a game that are from basketball or football that sticks out to you? Like, wow, that was a fun one to be at. Easily, I can say my favorite CSC event was the Badger basketball game against Marquette last year. The stands were absolutely full, and it was uh, just absolutely electric because it was a close game all the way back and forth. The Badgers were able to pull it out by 10 or 15 at the end, but being able to see the high-speed intensity of the D1 basketball with the stands full and just going absolute bananas, I think, was my favorite CSC event. Cool. That's awesome. I That's why I'm, I'm so glad that we have a two good Wisconsin basketball teams in Marquette and, like, in Division One level. Oh, 100%. I would really love to see, you know, that increase in the state. I know the state's kind of small, but, like, have two or three Division One football programs that we can have a mm -hmm. lot Ooh, that would be really cool to see. And we're supposed to be just as great again this year. I'm excited to watch it. Oh, yeah, totally. So, Clay, why don't you talk a little bit about um, what it's like being the co-president of SAC. For some people who might not listen, what is SAC and, and what are some of your roles with it? So SAC, as I said earlier, is the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. And we get to be a voice, really, for the athletes. So if they got questions or concerns about equipment that we have or with locker rooms or with the weight room which we just made some good changes on with bringing in new um, lifting pads they can come to us we can talk to our ad mike about it and we can be able to make things happen which i really really enjoy about it good yeah i mean that's a, i think that's something that a lot of people don't know is you know as a sac advisory board you guys bring up the issues and work together and you guys serve as the head voice of all the student athletes, which I got to think has got to be a cool feeling for you. It's by far the best part of the entire thing. What are some of the things that you as the president 
um, I guess you've learned through this experience or that you're, you know, you're looking forward to because you're going to continue on being president next year? Some of the things I've learned, um, a lot more about responsibility. I've really learned from this uh, ever since my freshman year, being able to be a part of this board and being able to learn from the people ahead of me and then being able to take over this year as a co-president, being able to follow with Lindsay, the other co-president, you know, see what she does, being able to talk to Mike a lot. He, they've taught me a lot about how to be able to handle the concerns that people have, I would say, and being able to make things happen for the school that uh, most student athletes don't have the chance to be able to do. Right. Yeah, true. What do you think, you know, now when you when you leave in a couple of years and as SAC continues to grow, where do you think you'd like it to see SAC after you're gone or the progression of the growth behind the org? You know, we for, for reference, I guess we like SAC is we're still trying to build it up a little bit more. We've had SAC in the past, but it hasn't been. There's more emphasis on it now more than ever, especially in the times that we're in yeah. for students to have a voice in the way we make decisions on campus. Where do you expect to see SAC in two to three years after you're off campus? Right when I got here my freshman year, we would have five to ten people at every single meeting, and it was super, super small. Barely anybody knew about it. I barely knew about it until we had the freshman um, freshman org day where you get to go around and meet the other uh, groups on campus, and that's when I found out about it. But being able to, over the past two years, we've easily quadrupled the size of SAC. We have 40 to 50 people at our meetings now, which is absolutely great. But I would say that over the next two to three years, if we can keep growing that number where we can get more people in Shattuck Auditorium to be able to fill that base up, be able to get more voices heard, to be able to get more teams heard, because I know that not every team always shows up yet, but if we can grow that over the next two, three years, that would be awesome. With our new board coming in, I'm really excited. We have some young people coming in. They'll be able to learn over the next two years to be able to take over. And even with the COVID going on right now and the adversity that we have trying to figure things out, we're still getting a lot handled and we still have a lot of things that we can still do. But I'm really excited to try to get once we can have more sports coming up, be able to get more people to go support each other's teams and be able to get more people to show up to the home games to get a bigger crowd going and more excited crowd going. And that's one thing I think we can really improve on. I'm really excited to see over the next few years. I think I think we're already on the right track for that too. As you've seen like 100%. The basketball games towards the end of the the season last year mm -hmm. erupted with the amount of fan support. Even though, you know, the men's basketball team they, they lost some close games, some tough ones. They weren't always winning, sure. but we had the support and we had the turnout from the fans, and I think that helped a lot. I was loving to see it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you talk, this is a little bit off of the questions that I have prepared, but you guys just recently, baseball too, you, uh, you're you getting a brand new facility renovation and update. Oh my talk goodness, about, yeah. You know, the process behind that and uh, the updates to Frame Park. The Frame Park updates have been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, my freshman year, sophomore year, the field was, it looked great from the outside, but I'm not going to lie, it didn't play the best. The dirt wasn't the best. Outfield was a little bumpy. But with the help of our coach and being able to, with the help of the city too, being able to get the brand new turf field looks absolutely stunning. And I cannot wait to get on it in the spring. We weren't able to get on it this fall, but we got the all new dugouts, all got new bleachers, new fencing, and all of it looks 
great. And I cannot wait to start playing games on in the spring. I've been dying to get on the field. Absolutely. What do you think that's going to help with uh, the – how do you think that's going to help the Carroll baseball team moving forward too? Recruiting is going to be huge with that because – in our conference, we had one of the worst fields, I would say, in the conference. But now with that new field, we're definitely jumped up there. We got a lot of guys in this year. We get to help improve over the next two, three years. And as soon as we, uh, and coach is going to be able to get a lot more recruits, I think, from around the area and from other states to come into our school with the help of having that new facility and being able to use sticks too. Yeah, the added bonus of sticks too, I'm sure, helps a lot with the recruiting pitch, but. I think it's I've been out there a couple times now and the background and the setting of Frame Park is beautiful. And the mm, field the was in the background, yeah. It was a little it was a little rough, but now you have a beautiful field and a beautiful backdrop for you know great baseball night summer nights at Frame Park. I think it's gonna be amazing. One hundred percent, yeah. Really looking forward to it. So, uh, Clay, in the holiday spirit, I've got a couple questions for Thanksgiving of a would you rather type questions Bring them up. all right so my first one here uh would you rather go all thanksgiving without turkey or all thanksgiving without any dessert or pumpkin pie Ooh, thanksgiving turkey or pumpkin pie i think i would have to say pumpkin pie banana cream pie has always been my family's number one go-to my grandma makes the best banana cream pie i've ever had so I think we'd have to take away the pumpkin pie because turkey to me is just an absolute staple for Thanksgiving. You got to have it. I mean, you can't really expect anything else. Right. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, I, I, I side a little bit with pumpkin pie, but too, I, I would have to say goodbye for one day. Definitely. So would you rather, and I'm not sure if your family does this, would you rather watch football all day or play a couple games of backyard football? My family... And my extended family has always been a watch football kind of group. We're all super into sports. We do love playing sports and playing football, but being able to just relax with the family all around when we're eating and watching football together is one of our favorite parts of Thanksgiving is just being able to be together as a group again. Since a lot of us are off at college now and a lot of our extended family lives so far away, watching football would say it'd be our number one. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't think I could get out there and play football on a full stomach from thanksgiving too i'm ready to so difficult i'm ready to first take, take, take that food coma nap at the end when you're done eating yeah exactly uh so that kind of plays into my next uh next question do you um does your family eat thanksgiving early like around like two or three o'clock for lunch or do you guys hold off and wait all day till like six or seven p.m We've always done the 2, 3 o'clock. We like to get our food around halftime or around the end of the very first football games going on at the beginning of the day. And then we just eat leftovers and all desserts throughout the rest of the night when we're watching the end of the football games and just hanging out. We've always been the lunch group, I'd say. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's a lot easier because if you if you eat that much at 7 o'clock, it's not going to be good. It's just Definitely. Be good. So... So I guess in a non-COVID year, you know, everything's kind of changing with Black Friday this year. But are you the guy to go Black Friday shopping all night long or just sleep in and go online shopping the next morning? Actually, I've never gone out on Black Friday shopping before. I've never done it my entire life once. We've always done the Amazon shopping for the Black Friday deals or going out a few days after just to see what's left over. We've never... I've never really liked the mad rush of people for Black Friday shopping. I know a lot of people love it, 
But for some reason, my family's just never gotten into it. And just shopping online on our couch when they're watching sports or a movie has been our number one thing always. Yeah, I would say I have some family members that it's like a religion to them every year. They got to go. They have to have it. I mean, I, I've never seen the appeal of it, but I, I get I get the feeling of everything is just so much easier to just buy online right now and, and try to beat everybody out that way. For sure. Yeah. Well, Clay, that's kind of all the questions I had today. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add to those listening? Uh, for our student-athletes listening, with COVID going on this year, we've done an absolutely tremendous job, and I could not be more proud of all the athletes on campus doing a great job being able to still get better in their sport every day while still being able to stay safe and having such a low number of COVID cases. Uh, I couldn't be happier with our group, and I hope we can keep it going and come back strong in the spring. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the spring. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much again, Clay, for joining us, and go Piles. Yeah, go Piles.